great. Welcome to our official podcast. We're here with a smooth, clean episode 15. Yes. I just came up with that off the top of my head and it totally rhymed. <laughs> I'll take it. Sorry, this is Alex Austin and we also have... Rob. And that is the Royal We. Man, have we got a batch of news coming up today. In fact, today it's kind of all random bits of news and updates and what we've been playing and all that good stuff i'm actually very excited for this one so don't be too uh, excited don't don't be too excited well yeah okay so (laughs) temper your expectations because i just came in really hot okay i came in hot like oh man (laughs) i can't guarantee it's gonna be that good Uh, i'm glad rob's already enjoying it man i'm tearing up a bit my eyes are so dry this room the air is dry that that makes no sense i'm tearing up a bit and my eyes are so dry that's like the exact opposite they're like irritated and dry and that's what's causing them to tear up this isn't this is a product placement for an ad (laughs) but it could be because i would love to sell you some ad space if you are all about selling eye drops (laughs) (laughs) like that i'm actually kind of surprised there's no gaming eye drops yet well yeah so there's gaming glasses yeah the gunner glasses you're right right, yeah right and and i think they're, they're just regular glasses but with yellow lenses yeah, they're like tinted and yeah. yada yada. Did you, did you try them ever? Uh, yeah, I've tried them. Yeah, any good? Uh, felt like glasses. What, like, I was mean, there any discernible eye strain that it actually helped with? Um, not that I have noticed in the past. Uh, I know two people who swear by them, though. Yeah. And they're a little more, I guess we could say hardcore. Cavalier. Okay. Cavalier, I think, no, is yeah. actually the better word. So I've never tried them because I, I wear regular glasses yes. on the regular. And I can say that they help me see screens better. Yeah. But they're regular glasses. So that's what they're supposed so that's to do. What supposed to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they live up to the uh, live up to the reputation. Yes. So today we will kick it off with uh, some big updates about what we've been playing, what we've been enjoying. Uh, Rob does have some updates for us. You said you had a little bit on Azeroth, but you had even more on Call of Cthulhu, which I'm also very curious about. Yes. Okay. Uh, very, very, very little on, on Azeroth right now. Great, great. And then uh, I'll have a few updates as well, what I've been playing, watching. We're actually going to do a full breakdown of Okami, because it just came out on the Nintendo Switch, so Okami Sweet. HD. So we'll do a little bit of a history there and get people fired up for Okami on the Switch, which is kind of more for me than anyone else. I was say, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to have very little to contribute there. <laughs> because I am amped up. And then, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about Fortnite. I finally got around to trying Fortnite. Yes. I'm on the Fortnite bandwagon. I'm in there. Uh, I played a game. I finished ninth <laughs> on my first round. And the closest I got to another That's not bad. human player was about a kilometer away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and then, uh, then, I, then I died. So that's, we'll have that's all that happens. going on. And then some. I don't know. I lost track. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about Disney streaming service. Coming we are? Yeah, well, yeah, a little bit. Sweet. I like it. No, I'm actually interested about yeah, that. Not really a lot on it, but I was just going to kind of go through what details are readily available here because it is starting next year, I believe in March. I'm so unprepared today. It's, it's going to be it's, it's going to be obvious. Oh, this is going to be great. You're going to love this then. So, well, actually the only thing you really need to be prepared for is your stuff, like what you Yeah, got, which I've got. Which you know because you were yes. coherent when that all happened. Yes. Okay. I think <laughs> semi coherent the azeroth stuff a lot less coherent okay very good (laughs) that's fair i mean yeah exactly (laughs) i will admit though so far i've been thoroughly enjoying it Mm. yeah so how how does it start like what's the what's the setup of the game well this is a a bit of an interesting one the pretty much a war has uh struck out between uh the two major factions Mm. which are the alliance and the horde Mm. It was very entertaining because they've pitched going into this that there's going to be very kind of like moral gray area hmm. kind of thing. It was kind of like a meme now on the internet that because was the, that was the big draw. That was the that was the pitch. Oh, 
not the reality. Okay. <laughs> no, the Horde pretty much instigate everything in this. Yeah. So far as I've seen. Uh, admittedly, haven't hit the level cap yet, which, uh, to the, to the <laughs> dismay of my friends yeah. who I play with, they're like, uh, well, you're not leveling that much very quickly. What, like, is, what is the, so what is the Horde doing to instigate this? What's happening? Well, they burned down Tel, uh, Teldrassil. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, so Night Elf, down. Night Elf Home gone. World so Tree what, gone. what did the Alliance do to... Uh, to to go back against them. Yeah, they attacked uh, the old city of Lodoran, which was uh, where the Forsaken were based out of. Okay, and that was in retribution for burning down. Um, the well, it, yeah, it was more in retribution to go after Sylvanas, who's uh, kind of leading the horde and being uh, a, a a villain. She's really being a villain. Is really yeah, what so, it is. So I feel like the horde has instigated this, and they're just saying yeah. This, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, so when the alliance are finally kind of like in the heart of the capital, mm. uh, Sylvanas unleashes the, uh, the pretty much the plague on okay. everybody and okay. complete and completely destroys the city in the process. Crazy. So she's destroyed two faction starting points. Yeah. And then we got two new factional, not starting locations, but like uh, cities. Okay. Uh, yeah. The never before seen. No, no. Well, uh, technically in Warcraft 3, yes. Kul'Tuas okay. is one, which is the, or Kul'Tiris, uh, which is the kind of naval capital, uh, the humans. Interesting. In, in a sense. There's been so many changes to the lore since mm. uh, Warcraft 3, where things were a little bit more, like I experienced a lot of like Warcraft 1, 2, and 3. Okay. And then there were some retcons, yeah. some, some story changes coming with WoW. Uh, ultimately what it comes down to is the Alliance, um, does a lot of their staging out of their, uh, Kul'Tarasian okay. cohorts areas. Yeah. Whereas the Horde come out of the Zandalari troll okay. zones. Zandalari, I believe. I, I, I will admit I get a little bit mixed yeah. up with some of the troll factional mm-hmm. names. There's a bunch. Well, it definitely sounds like the Horde's at fault here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, th- that's the thing though. I mean, like, is the Horde really at fault or is it their leader that's being a, uh... a, a douche? Well, it's not World of Peacecraft. It's not. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even understand why they ever like, oh, well, this is going to be a moral... Gra-. It's like, why even make that argument? It's like, this expansion is clearly going to be about war. Mm-hmm. Make it about war. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Well, it sounds sounds like there's a good war raging on in there. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. you get leveled up and catch up to the... Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, what's going to happen now is I'm going to... How do they do that? Are they like really condescending about it? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, totally. not quite there yet, but... Uh, yeah, no, that's exactly what yeah. it is. Are yeah. you actually held back from any quests or anything because of your level specifically? Actually, um, they've uh, revamped how quests work now. It's, it works in level brackets now. Okay. So I can quest with people within the same like 110 to 120 bracket. Oh. Then what's the big deal? Uh, end game content, heroics, stuff like that. Yeah, I need oh, I need max I level engineered for that. Yeah, okay. so okay, so it's really just them poking fun at me. Yeah, which is fine, <laughs> which is fine, and expected it is expected. Yeah, yeah. So because so. they're marginally stronger. <laughs> hey man, I just yeah. haven't had the time. It's really what it comes down to. I don't know what to say. Well, it's because you've been playing something else. Well, that's not why either. They play that too. Oh, that's not why. Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> I have no excuse as I'm far as so that's concerned. Of these guys. They yeah. Do everything. Uh, well, not not everything, but they they do a lot. Uh, they have more free time than me, at least. Well, so Call of Cthulhu, you mentioned it last week that you've been. Yes. Up, so. Uh, so one of the aforementioned people who I also play WoW with, I've actually played WoW with for ten years. Oh, nice. One of them. Um, yeah, he is uh, hosting Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. He's hosted it in the past. He does a phenomenal job. Yeah, any when shout he hosts. Out? Special shout out. 
I don't know how much he wants me to divulge here, oh, so I'll, I'll, I'll hold it for now. But in the future, I will, I will, I will release it if he allows me. That, uh, makes, that makes this game seem even more mysterious. Well, it's a very mysterious game. <laughs> I, I I expect that he's an actual dungeon master, not just in, yeah. in the gaming sense. Actually, he's a keeper. A dungeon keeper. Oh, no, no, just keeper. Buddy. Just the, the keeper. <laughs> So, yeah. But no, yeah, and this uh, has been pretty fantastic. He, he actually is doing this part, I think, uh, uh, for me in a sense, because this is one of the adventures that I've been asking for for the last three years. Wow. Yeah. Um, Wait, this was the... Yeah, it's about a year, year and a half long adventure called the Orient Express. That's right, that's right, the Orient Express one. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's uh, Call of Cthulhu. I'm actually playing a character from the previous campaign we did. Yeah. Which was nice. He's letting me to bring it over because uh, not a lot of difference between a fresh character and an experienced one in Call of Cthulhu, aside from like your gear and your knowledge. I was gonna say the knowledge probably plays a big part. It's a big one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's not it's not a small part to have that kind of knowledge in in your character because you can kind of blur that line of knowledge of what you experience and what your characters experienced okay. more with that. Does it help you with roles and things like that as well? Um, to a very minor degree. Okay. Uh, when you get uh, rewards in Call of Cthulhu, it's not like you level up like in Pathfinder or in anything else. Mm. Um, as you do your roles, whenever you succeed, you have a chance to up that skill. Oh, okay. Um, at the end of the like kind of like segment of story. Yeah. So how that works is you at the end of the segment you roll all of the things that you have checked off that mm. you've successfully mm-hmm. done at some point and you have to fail them if you fail that roll then you can add 1d10 to the okay. ability so that's the thing is as your abilities go up yeah as your abilities go up huh. it's harder for you to fail them for that skill yeah. increase yeah, yeah so and if you don't then the skill doesn't go up hmm. but if you do then it goes up 1d10 but i mean that could just be one it could be yeah. 10 sure it could be in between yeah obviously that's how dice work sure <laughs> but uh yeah yeah exactly uh, but i mean it's been great uh i don't want to tell too much of the story in case other people are out there sure. going to be playing sure. the ap or maybe are currently in it um but it, it it's been good it's been uh full of uh small dark twists and turns Oh, as we've cool. been kind of going through yeah uh we, we've got a lot of a lot of things to look at right now mm-hmm. uh somebody's already one of the characters have already kind of lost a home okay uh there's been some injuries there's some intrigue we kind of know what we're going to be going after which i can divulge this bit we're going yeah. after a um effectively what's a statue like broken into pieces okay it's a simulacrum uh we need to reassemble it and destroy it Interesting. Um, yeah so it's uh the huh. pieces are all spread throughout europe Hence the Orient Express kind yeah. of being the thing is where you're going through different sections of right. the of the countryside to get these pieces. Right. Um, so it'll be neat. But will it also? Will you guys also encounter murder? Yes, probably. Okay, good, there will good, probably yeah. be murders on the Orient Express okay, at some good, point. Good, good, good. <laughs> Not who knows what kind though. Yeah, just, just it might be the party. Story. It might be the party. We might get murdered. Well, what's cool though is it could also end up being something like supernatural. Uh, yeah, less likely that that'll be murdered. It may murder us. Yeah. That's the one thing I like about Call of Cthulhu. It's less, it's more about the investigation mm. and less about the combat. Yeah. Uh, if you're playing a tabletop for combat, play D&D, yeah. play Pathfinder, play almost anything else. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to look for story, intrigue, investigation, and, and a sense of helplessness. Yeah. Play Call of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu sounds really good, actually. It's, it's a blast. What a, what a twist on you it. You need a good host, though. If you yeah. do not have a good host, you will not know Well, it's it. funny, because so many other games out there are meant to, like, 
Well, they're all... It's a power fantasy. Deity, right? Yeah, it's yeah. power fantasy. You're yeah. becoming more and more powerful, but this is a case where, you know, you're sort of set by the limitations of being a, a human being or a human yeah. character. Yeah, yeah no, that's for, for cool. sure. I mean, like, and that's the crazy thing, right? Is that you might be playing and get hit by a car hmm. or, or shot by yeah. somebody for mistaken identity. Like, these things could happen in the game. That's crazy. Uh, people panic. Your teammates panic. They might accidentally shoot you. Yeah. Yeah. And, cool. and that'll end your character sometimes. Like one 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 gunshot can kill yeah, you. Yeah. It seems almost cinematic. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is for sure. It's cool. And it'd be interesting to see where they take. Uh, maybe not for an Orient Express movie, but if they take like <laughs> the, the like the the plot points and story beats from a game like that, right? There's and, some and movies like that. In, is there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's one I watched recently that uh, had some kind of uh, overarching old god esque themes to it. I I want to say it's. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this wrong. I think it was called The Endless. Do you remember who was in it? No big names okay. that come to mind. Yeah. Um, at least not to me. Okay. Maybe to other people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was pretty good though. It was about how to do with time. That's mm. all I'm gonna say. Hmm. We'll have to look it up. The yeah, Endless. The Endless was good. Uh, I mean, there's it's sprinkled like everyone. Uh, a lot of the horror genre people love Lovecraftian things. Yeah. So if you like anything Lovecraftian. It's a straightforward concept. Yeah. If anybody wants to know more about Lovecraftian things, you could always watch like uh, the original Hellboy. The original Hellboy would be a good one. It had, it had some Lovecraftian themes yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. So a sort of I don't know if he was called Cthulhu in it, but there was a Cthulhu like monster in um, space. They were trying to summon back. There was uh, yeah, I can't remember what that was called. Samael. It was like a beast from yeah Lovecraftian lore as well. Yeah. There's a. Uh, I mean, even in World of Warcraft, there's a lot of uh, creatures. Think of uh, if you ever ran. Uh, Ulduar, mm. uh, which was the prison that held a, a never been there. Yog, never been there. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot of themes in it in the new uh, stuff because yeah. uh, the new uh, allied race for the alliance, which is essentially a reskin of the high elf slash blood elf okay. models, uh, which is the void elf. Mm. They are kind of corrupted by old god, yeah, void form stuff. Mm. So very cool. Yeah, very cool. Well, good to know. Good to know that so the game's going well. So far, so good. I mean, Excellent. turn one, nobody's died yet. Okay, that's I cool. don't expect that to be the case. We've got a, a really nice uh, <laughs> assorted uh, people, uh, bunch of people in our group. Yeah. I think we're running five investigators right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my character uh, is uh, Alexander Winters. Mm-hmm. He was played in the past. He's an antiquarian. Okay. And he does research on like the occult and stuff like that. But he has a background. He used to be a doctor. That's cool. During that's the really first cool. during the first World War. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, then we have a couple of different Germanic characters. So how does how does the nationality affect your character? It's more theme than yeah. anything else. Uh, some of these guys have picked up like languages oh, uh, that they okay. also know because hey, we're gonna run into other countries we sure. may not be able to speak local language. But sure. people have found reasons to have their characters have mm-hmm. other things. My character uh, has English and Latin. Yeah, I think it's mine because well. He's, Antiquarian. I would do like a called. like a Vatican priest or something like that. We have one. Oh, really? Yeah, we That's do. Cool. Uh, I don't know if he's from the Vatican specifically, yeah, but yeah. he is a he is a I think he's Episcopalian priest oh that's so cool i might be wrong on that yeah, yeah uh, i'll have to maybe, double check that a good person to have in a mix too he was a he was also a combat chaplain during yeah. the war. oh very cool so that was, that's that a great was backstory. oh yeah for sure very cool uh we have one guy who is uh he's got <laughs> he's got a disease my character constantly plays it off like he was part of the artillery corps yeah uh every once in a while he uh um he yells but he can't tell that he's yelling like while he's talking the guy 
Like, okay. like a Tourette's situation? Similar to yeah. Tourette's. Uh, it's, it is something else that's not Tourette's. Because I remember aphasia, that being brought up. Aphasia. It's some some kind yeah, yeah. of... I'll, I will try and find out for the next one. But he... Uh, yeah, the the player will be talking randomly and like without expectation. Yeah. Just start yelling mid, mid-sentence. That's awesome. <laughs> and, it's, and it's really good. And... Uh, the host is fantastic. Yeah. He always has other people like looking at us weird, like what the yeah, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, you know what's gonna happen is we're gonna be trying to go through an area like a sewer. There's gonna be a creature around the corner. We're yeah. trying to get some more information on. He's gonna fucking scream, yeah. and I think he's gonna come <laughs> running at us, and we're gonna be dead. That's amazing. That's I know amazing. it's gonna happen. Yeah. I already was talking <laughs> to the host, and I was like, yeah, you're, you're you guys are gonna lose some people probably pretty soon because of that. That's amazing. I'm like, that's oh, that's amazing. great. So there's a point coming up where you have to be kind of quiet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh man, well, that sounds amazing. So that's Call of Cthulhu, everyone. If you're into RPGs, role playing, yeah, anything like that, real life stuff, then that's the way you do it. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so what else? What else have you been up to? Wow, what else? Mar- more Mario Tennis. Okay, yeah, me too. Some Mario Kart as well. Yeah. Anticipation of. Uh, smash of course i know that's what it's all everybody yeah everyone's uh everyone's getting psyched for that i'm gonna put in my uh pre-order for the edition with the controller yeah i know we talked about it last time but i was just playing mario tennis this week yeah a few people and and i was so disappointed to think like oh well i can use waluigi right here right now but i can't use him in smash as far as we know Mm. well there's been a lot of characters now that are apparently being brought up for echo Yeah, yeah um i think daisy got pulled into the echo mm-hmm. yep uh, yeah recently. yeah so, so the uh so there's there's hope yeah it would make sense for him to be an echo character maybe like luigi yeah luigi or wario or the Something. combination thereof yeah, yeah yeah so hopefully we'll see what happens so um great so i'll get in whatever yeah yeah jump right in <laughs> ignore me man oh man uh well one thing actually one bit of news i was going to kind of talk about too oh we'll get to that next we'll get to that i just don't want to forget about it oh at that bit yeah yeah Okay. So I tried uh, this week, uh, downloaded uh, Okami HD, which we'll go into a little more in depth in a little okay. bit. Uh, also tried Fortnite for the first time. Right, yes. Hashtag Fortnite, everyone. It oh will be my all God. over this episode of the podcast. Of course it will be. Uh, gonna get some cheap views. <laughs> oh <my God>. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's gonna listen to this and be like, oh my God, these guys. Yeah, they talked about Fortnite for five minutes and the guy sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, and I did suck. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um. So, yeah, the game, interesting. Uh, I like the concept. I like how you can kind of choose where you drop on the map. That sort of random aspect to it, I think, definitely oh, this is so fun creates to a to. cool <laughs> sort of direction for it. So so I jumped out immediately. Of course so, you did. And, like, for the split second, go, Oh, right? well, hey, it's got a thing on the screen. That means I got to jump out now, right? Yeah, yeah. I immediately, like, I didn't even care, man. So I landed <laughs> on, uh, I landed on a, like, a little hill, like a knoll. And it had, like, uh, trees on it. Like and, a grassy knoll and yeah, a sniper yeah. rifle. Like and a grassy knoll. No sniper rifle. It had a uh, battle rifle. Or a battle rifle? Salt rifle? What are they I don't called? know. What would you have? A, a rifle. A rifle? <laughs> An automatic rifle, I guess. Semi-automatic? Fully automatic? Anyway, what surprised me right away, though, because you start off with the, the pickaxe. And yes. Then, and then you're sort of supposed to use that to be taking down trees and buildings and things like that to, sure. to collect lumber. Um, switching back and forth between the two didn't feel smooth. Yeah. Between the gun and that, I kept getting confused about how to switch back because it's, it's kind of a different button for each one. Well, also your first time playing, you're not going to be used to the controls until you play. Oh, like totally, a good totally. Couple yeah. Times. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the uh, but I was I was surprised though at just how convoluted it felt, being that this is not the first sh- shooter or over the shoulder shooter that I've ever played. Right, I've played a lot. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, so it's very very strange in that regard. 
didn't feel at all like an epic game. No. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. No. About it does. It was like an epic. Did game. you? Well, that's the thing that you're playing it on the console, right? Is it only Battle Royale on the console? Or do they actually give you access to the uh, survival I think mode too? More if you purchase those modes. Okay. Yeah, I think I think there's a paywall there. So really? Sure. I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. Huh. Anyway, what I did was the thing that was just put right in front of me. Yeah, which is the Battle Royale. Which, which the Battle Royale, that's yeah. the, that's what most people play. Um, a lot of people don't play the other mode, which is a uh, which is unfortunate actually because the the other mode is quite a lot of fun. Yeah, the other, the other, which is the other one, the team one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a uh, you build up a defense and yeah. you fight off waves of these like you could call them zombies, but it's not exactly accurate. That probably would have been more fun. Yeah, and this one like, and the map is huge. In fact, I was kind of surprised at just how huge it was because knowing there's a hundred people on this to start it. Yeah. Right, and then and then me running, 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 and yeah. I kind of first I followed the arrow mm-hmm. that kind of I guess it points toward the center of the map early on. Is that what it's doing? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't played Fortnite in a little while. Yeah, because uh, well, I played it. I played that, a lot when it came out. Yeah, there's an arrow that kind of points you in some direction. I just followed it because I figured that it was pointing toward the center of the map. And I'm trying to ex- escape the. Uh, oh, sorry. I know what you're talking the about. Storm. It wasn't pointing to the center of the map. It's pointing to the first zone that the storm's gonna close in on. So you want to get into the actual clear zone. Yeah. That's what's pointing you well, to. Well, what, what I looked in, what I looked at was the sky. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, well, behind me it looks like it's close, and in front of me it looks like it's far away. Yeah, so I'll move toward the place where it's far away. Is what I did. Yeah, yeah. So which I'm guessing a lot of people just do that. They just follow site. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, which worked because I survived basically all the way until the end. I finished in the last ten. Uh, I fired several bullets. Uh, in fact, I think my hit rate was three percent. Good job. And I'm pretty sure I hit somebody one time. <laughs> so I must have fired thirty three or thirty four bullets. What surprised <laughs> me though was I found a house. And what surprised me is how quickly it was destroyed uh, by people who had found me late in the game. Yeah. So, uh, and I don't fully understand how or why or anything. And there were items in there that I couldn't use for some reason. Anyway, very confusing. Maybe your inventory was probably full. Oh, it could have been. Yeah, yeah. But That's... just switching back and forth between the items was, like I said, it was fairly kind of looted for me. Uh, yeah, I play it on the PC and I have yeah. no no issues there. That's what I was going to mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably a lot easier on a PC. Probably. Yeah. I would I would assume so. So it, 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 that was one thing I noticed. As far as uh, Battle Royale games, it's pretty good. It's certainly the most popular at the moment. Yeah. Um, what are the seasons? What, I don't understand what seasons are. What do you mean? Because like, right now it's in season five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it just oh, okay. story yeah. content? Or no, no, no. no. Um, seasons are just like any other kind of ranked multiplayer online game. Okay. There's like a PvP season. So oh. they're in season five. Uh, but what's what's unique about season five though? It's just the resets. Four. It resets the score the scoreboard. Yeah. Is there like new items you can purchase the gold? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Okay. There are, there are. Yeah, there are like these battle passes and stuff like that yeah. you can do to get uh unique gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, some gear will not become available anymore yeah. after the season passes. Yeah, funny um, you mentioned gear because the first thing you kind of ask yourself when you're playing is like, oh, well, I want to customize my character. So you go to the like the sort of locker room <laughs> or whatever, and then you yeah. look and there's like literally no options available. I bet right in front yeah. of you are thousands of options, right? Like for, for dressing various ways and looking a, a certain way, and it's all yeah. behind paywalls, right? And that's how they're... Yeah, and it, a lot money. of it is, uh, yeah, you buy skins, right? They're, they're not a lot of even a customization of itself to the game. Yeah. A lot of it is just like, okay, what do you want your character to model to look like? Mm-hmm. What kind of pickaxe are you going to have? What kind of glider you're gonna have coming in yeah it's pretty much it okay so which is cool i mean i'm glad that they 
are having people pay for that stuff versus things that improve. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, a lot of the industry is moving away from the mechanical benefit of purchasing mm-hmm. and uh, and sticking with the cosmetic benefit of purchasing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is just, you know, your character looks cool. So it was... <laughs> or ridiculous. It was definitely good. I would say it was a good experience. I enjoyed it. Uh, I can't say I would, like, play it every single day or become addicted to it or anything like that. I, I didn't think it's It's that not for everybody. Yeah, it's yeah. not for everybody. So definitely good, though. So I think I would prefer other stuff that we've been talking about lately or for instance yeah. what i'm about to talk about okay uh but at first i was just going to toss out a bit of news here i don't know if you heard about this or not uh before we get to okami so steam.tv yeah. url went live on friday for a few hours yes and it appeared to be some sort of twitch like setup with a comment functionality built in yes but it switched to a live stream of the dota international yes yeah so very interesting here uh, I, I was reading up news about it. Kotaku actually received an official statement from Steam uh, that this was something along the lines of a test for service to make accessing live streams easier for the the competitions specifically. Yes. So they didn't say it's a Twitch competitor. Or it's meant to be. Like it's going to be. Competitor. Oh, it's. Is it be. really? Oh yeah. See, that's Come on, it's gonna be. Well, Steam. Okay, here's the. This is the fun thing. People on Steam probably already know this, but some people may not. Um, Steve has a in-game streaming functionality based out of your friends list. You can stream directly for your friends through Steam. And they Steam. can choose to watch. They can yeah, choose yeah. to watch. You can choose who can watch. And it functions like a shoddier version of Twitch. Mm-hmm. They recently overhauled Steam, which a lot of people would know if they're on Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that was more or less mandatory update. Yeah. And... Uh, now that that's gone through, you can tell that See, their I interface. Didn't know. I yeah, didn't know they just didn't update. Yeah, their interface yeah, is very different difference. now. Yeah, um, and also their streaming service quality has gone up mysteriously, not so mm. mysteriously. Uh, but ultimately, what it's going to come down to is they are seeing the uh, monetary benefits. I assume I assume monetary benefits because that's what in, in, is the incentive for sure. most companies to improve sure. that Twitch has been seeing. Yeah, which is now of course owned by Amazon. So what is what is Twitch? take is a portion of what people make on there donations so, yeah yeah how much uh it depends okay yeah like on, on a number of i'm not have. yeah i'm not a great like person one, to one percent two percent four percent uh yeah like it's a little, a little up there i think it's like four or five okay okay well that makes sense that's a way to make money uh yeah of course yeah. and uh they make ad money yeah, yeah. And uh, and of course, uh, each individual person has a variety of ways to make money. Mm. People subscribing uh, is the big one. Uh, merchandising, of course, yeah. stuff like that. Okay. There's a lot. There's a lot that people. Or you can just play with Drake. That helps. Yeah. Yeah, you just play with Drake. No big deal. Play play with play with me and my crew, man. <laughs> <laughs> play with me. Yeah. I'm not on there. <laughs> uh, I've actually been on there a few times, but uh, I've never actually taken the leap. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's it's a matter of time. Mm. If uh, a lot of these services were around when yeah. I was in my younger heyday yeah. where I would just like school and play mm-hmm. games all day, I would totally be I know of people who left careers to go and try and start that. And it's, I mean... It's, it's tough enough just doing what we're doing, which is kind of a side gig and just trying to keep the quality of our product high. And, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. It's, even that's tough. And there's a finite amount of time we dedicate to it. So I can't right. imagine like how exhausting it would be to go full time into well, content creation like that. Content creation like that, I think it's very, very rough for mm. the first couple months. But I think after that, it becomes routine. Yeah. Um, like anything else. Well, you just got to find a niche. Yeah. Uh, imagine imagine how many people are thinking now like, oh, I'll just start a Fortnite stream and everybody will watch it. But there's like there's, a million Fortnite streams. Yeah, there's so much um 
you're you're so diluted at that point. Yeah. Because there's so many people drawing on it, right? It's mm-hmm. like the whole uh, to use kind of a funnier way of looking at it. Like imagine a cow and everyone wants to drink from the udder. Yeah. Right. There's only so many. Yeah. Teats, if never you will. Get a teat. Yeah. I'm exactly. Gonna, well, that's I'm never gonna wrap. Well, these that's lips it. Around a cow. <laughs> yeah. The the money cow teat of Twitch. <laughs> I'm so glad you love that. <laughs> Yeah, of I'll course it, it is. But no, it. yeah, no, that's how it is, though, right? So you need to find something that you can get into and people will be interested in watching. Yeah. For a couple of my friends, for them, and they've had some success mm-hmm. in, uh, they've done Dead by Daylight. Okay. Uh, yeah, you talked about that last time. Sounds yeah. really cool. Which is, man, look at the history of that game. Yeah. It's so funny because it was like, everyone was really psyched about it. It came mm-hmm. out, had a lot of bugs. Yeah. Playership tanked. And now playership is slowly building back up. Yeah. And this is the same thing. I've seen three games pull this off to much success. Mm-hmm. And that whenever people say a game dies on a bad release, yeah. are now completely proven wrong by well, these three. Yeah, next has to be one of them. Or No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky? Yeah. Yep. Final Fantasy XIV. Yes. Yeah, totally. And I would say Dead by Daylight. Yeah. I would argue Dead by Daylight. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, I would even go as far as to say EVE Online. Okay. Yeah, Eve yeah. Online had what a bit I of a know a lot less about, but I know you had know. a tumble yeah, yeah. earlier on in its days. Had a couple tumbles since then, but every time they have a consistently growing player base, hmm. Hmm. which is odd. Yeah, with every and, rebirth, even more people are joining in. Is yeah, that, yeah, every people come back, people stay, people join in, people yeah. are curious because they always hear about this game. Hmm. That's um, cool. I don't think it's had a major decrease in player base anytime recently i could be wrong but i don't think i am it could be proven though people could look it up yeah so i'll probably i'll probably have to get in on that so guys look for my twitch stream soon where i'll be streaming Fortnite 24 7 yeah <laughs> uh, you know my stream is always called failing upward because i'm like i'm never gonna do good <laughs> I, which is funny i'd be called failing certainly <laughs> failing certainly yeah, i yeah. actually there's i have some times where i actually do quite well yeah yeah good um but then there's other times that I'm just yeah. like I'm just gonna not keep, in it. I'm just going to keep plugging like really bad, really bad. 64 plays on, you on the Rona Geek oh, YouTube channel. That that should be the thing. I love it. I that's love your it. that's your niche niche. That is. And they're getting nearly a dozen views in total. <laughs> hey man. Double digits is better than single digits. Oh yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Uh so that's Steam TV URL, so it is currently not live, but hopefully it comes back soon. Yeah. And uh is a cool thing. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll make its proper debut. There's a few people who use Steam. Still has to find its way, right? Well, I mean, it's got the curator system that's been yeah, had yeah. improvements to it. That's actually not too yeah. bad now. I'm just kidding. No, Steam, I'm. Uh, no, in all seriousness, probably like tens, dozens of millions of people who use Steam on a regular basis. Oh, millions and millions of people who yeah, use yeah. Steam. But as using it as a uh, a streaming platform, very, very few right now. Uh, but I'm sure that's going to change. And, it, and also, the Steam's policy on uh, on um, adult rated games has been pitched oh yeah did you not hear about this no so i don't think it's implemented yet it's going to be soon uh steam's decided they're going to go hands off they're like they will allow adult content on steam we're finally getting thrill kill yeah no but their their whole thing though is that they 21 years later (laughs) (laughs) The, the big thing that they want though is they they want to track and hunt and kill games that are cash grabs mm. so ones that don't really have any content and are clearly just there to grab people's money gotcha. and, and fuck yeah. off um so they're they're cracking out on that yeah but so, so that's why they're getting so really I, if i cut out and post the same Andreas hot coffee mod and charge people 50 bucks a pop they're gonna yank that 
Yeah. Well, I mean, charging for mods itself within Steam is uh, almost impossible. But it's an artistic a... expression of myself and my gaming yeah. desires. You could do it on Dota. You could try it through Dota. Um, Dota has soul, soul item creation. Yeah. Uh, Planetside has soul item creation. Yeah. Those are some games you could do that on. Actually, it'll be interesting. What's the new one coming up from the uh, Media Molecule team? What do you mean? Dreams. What? The people who make Little Big Planet. Oh, it's a game yeah. It's called Dreams. And, and basically, like, I was reading an article where they're trying to figure out what all you can create in Dreams as far as, like, playable, fully playable games goes. Right. And they're saying, can you create an RPG? Yes. Can you create a racing yes. game? Yes. Can you create platforming action? Yes. Like, you can literally create any style of game in it, which is nuts. Here's the thing. These kinds of games have been, people have been trying to make them work for a while. Yeah. Some of them do. Yeah. Most of them crash and burn. Well, I tried one of the old RPGs on the, on the Little Big Planet 2. It was, it was rough. Still, it was pretty rough. Yeah. 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 So here's the thing. There are people who are paid money to create content for a reason. Mm. <laughs> when you mm, open it up to the public, uh, you're going to get a lot of junk. Yeah. There's going to be some good stuff, mm-hmm. and there's going to be some amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, think about it. But those Mods... people tend to get hired by someone. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, that's like that's true. Think of uh, guys who made Portal. Yep. Uh, it was a, I think, a high school project originally. Uh, it was about, mm-hmm. like, there's these demon gates you'd place down, and you'd go yeah. through them, and then that gave birth to Portal. Um, that's so cool which was more of a tech test than yeah. it was an actual game you're right yeah and then they kind yeah, of the gave whole, it a theme I mean, the whole thing was ostensibly a tech demo but it was so brilliant yeah, yeah. oh yeah well, the, the storyline they wove in through it was fantastic right and the gameplay itself was unseen yeah. before um, Counter-Strike mm-hmm. originally mod yep and, uh, and then true. made into a, a proper game Dota yep mod into an actual game yeah oh shit Fortnite mod yeah. Turned into an actual game, but done by the developers. <laughs> well, let me, let me tell you what wasn't a mod. Or maybe it kind of is a modified version of the original game. A game I've been playing. A little game called Okami <laughs> So I took a break from Not the Path. <laughs> Was that good? Uh, <laughs> I will reserve judgment. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. At least until the episode is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last five minutes of the episode. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Okami. where everyone gets in the job. <laughs> Oh man, I, I try to shoehorn it in any way I can here. No, it was good. It was good. Uh, I actually I liked it. Come on. So Okami HD, uh, actually the original Okami, one of my favorite games of all time. Did you ever get to play? Uh, a little bit, not as never not had, near as much. Never as Never had sure. the full pleasure. Oh god, no. Oh man, it's so good though. It was a happy great ending. Game. So that's it was quite happy. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you didn't hear me. I was like, oh man. <laughs> I just had to. I, I just. Let's second think. What is the appropriate answer here? <laughs> that that's a good question to ask. Uh, so it originally released on PS2 in 2006. Yep. Published by Capcom. A Capcom title. Capcom games weird but fun usually. Yeah, yeah. And back then, man, it was it was all kinds of stuff because so the studio uh, Clover Studio. Yeah. Which was headed by Hideki Kamiya uh, of Resident Evil and Devil May Cry fame. So they <laughs> only they only produced, in my opinion, very good or great games. So they did this, they did God Hand, and they also did the Beautiful Joe series. Wasn't as huge a fan of Beautiful Joe. Uh, I know a lot of people liked it. The original it. I loved. Absolutely uh, loved it. I don't know why it never really called to me, because it was had all the pieces that I was looking for mm-hmm. in a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Devil May Cry, big fan. Well, yeah. Um, Resident Evil, big fan. Yeah, and it's interesting to see 
his influence play out from Res- going from Resident Evil series into the Devil May Cry series because the original yeah. the, the original two the original two Devil May Cries with yes. fifth perspective. Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how his influence really carried over to that. He was a big yeah. proponent of the fixed perspective in games. Well, and, you, you got to kind of show the players what you want them to see. Yeah. Yeah. So the fixed perspective can be very good. Mm-hmm. People also get annoyed about it because they don't necessarily see all the action if something's um, obfuscating their view. Yeah, yeah, which which means that perspective even has to play a bigger role in it, right? Yeah, so you need to be able looking to... looking at the picture from the correct angle in the room and that it's very well thought out. Yeah. And Kamiya was extremely good at that. Yes. Uh, which made sense going into Okami. Now, one of his favorite games that he claims is actually Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. So I believe it, makes, it. It makes sense that Okami would kind of draw on that. Yeah, so which is it would, it's totally did. a open world game. Yep. So open world, yeah, yeah. So open world with dungeons, similar to similar to uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. So Hideki Kamiya is also now heading up Platinum Games. So oh that's really? Kind of what he went on to do? Oh yeah. So a lot of games obviously came out of there. I think Bayonetta, a lot of hardcore action titles. Uh, you know, I was always wondering. I I don't know why I never looked into it. Why Bayonetta has so many similarities to DMC? Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah. Makes Same, sense. Yeah. She's in um, Smash. Smash. Yeah. Oh yeah, man! Oh yeah. Are we, are we getting are we getting uh, DMC characters in Smash? That would be absolutely amazing. That'd be interesting to yeah. see. Because we got, do we have Akamurasu? Probably not, because no, Amaterasu is. Amaterasu, Amaterasu was actually Marvel vs. Capcom. Yes, and Ultimate. And that's where that's where Amaterasu. I don't was. think we're gonna see Dante because Dante was actually in PlayStation Superstar. Was it PlayStation All Star Battle Royale? Which was that? Which yeah, was but was but that Smash was Bros. that was uh, crimped, right? We're gonna they they're no longer doing those. They're no longer doing those. But yeah, I'm just curious how long the statute of limitations is on something like that. I have no idea. It'll be interesting. We'll oh, wait yeah, and see. So he was heavily influenced by Legend of Zelda. The the design of Okami is heavily informed by Legend of Zelda, but also partially the combat, overworld dungeons, yep. uh, real time battles, RPG elements, and character progression and story progression. Yep. all very Zelda ish. Sort of increasing, you, yeah. know, you have your ink that you use with the celestial brush, which right. we'll talk more about, and your life bar, you're able to increase those. Mario Sunshine, that's all I can think of for that. Mario Sunshine? Yeah. Which, which... Just like the, the painting and stuff like that, I also think of Epic Mickey. Oh yeah, Epic Mickey was, yeah, he yeah, had a yeah. celestial brush. Yeah. Maybe the same brush, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they just borrowed one. Is that Capcom? Epic Mickey? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Let's see, the art style is generally what's mentioned next when describing the game. Yeah, well, I mean... For its time. Yeah, for its time. For its Gorgeous. Time, yeah. By today's standards, it looks like a PS2 game. Yeah. Or at least now a really high-definition PS2 game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the whole game uh, has a style that is reminiscent of Jap- Japanese woodblock-style prints and yep. Sumi-A, which is an ink wash on canvas style of art. So very traditional-looking art style throughout the game. So it doesn't have like a lot of clean lines that are easy to see. No. It has a lot of blurred watercolor lines and a lot of colors flowing together. Oh, man. That reminds me of another game coming Great out. Great contrast. What's that? I don't want to derail. No. Go no. for it. What is it? Uh, the new Valkyria Chronicles game. Oh, yeah? There's another one? Yeah. Uh, for what system? I, I don't PS4. know, but it's coming out for PC. Oh, PS4, it's, PC, I bet. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm so psyched for that. Great series. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I, play, I played the first one, but, yeah. Like, because the thing is, like, they went to the portable versions of them, and I'm like, mm-hmm. bring it back to a main goddamn system. It, it works so well on, on PC or PS4. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I like that it's, like, every genre of game kind of <laughs> wrapped up into one. So it touches it's, on so many things. Yeah. 
Yeah. Think of like the old Worms armor again. So you have like the over-the-shoulder <laughs> action strategy. Yeah. You also have uh, RPG elements to the character progression, like a lot, lot of stuff. Like that. I would love, and I don't think it's going to be the case, but I would love to see a multiplayer match mode in that game. I bet there will be. I don't think there will be. Like this day and age, like every game has like some sort of multiplayer thing. Yeah, but the Valkyria Chronicles have been stubbornly single player, which is not a bad thing, but I think it would be fun to to try and one up my friends in that game. That'll be cool. The game's built for it, like it should be. I'd, I'd argue. I mean, it's games. it's really a new age version of Hogs of War. Hogs of War. Yeah, I, I think it was one. like what PS One. Hogs of War. Yeah. What was this? It was like it was like. 3D Worms Armageddon, but well, you played as pigs that would shoot each other. I think I do remember the cover of that game. Yeah, it was I mean, like it was like them raising the flag. Pigs that were like heavily armored. No, no, it was just like pigs were like soldier pigs raising the flag, like you know that silhouette of the American flag going up oh, the hill. Oh, I was like pigs like doing it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wild. <laughs> PS One days, people. I'm PS pretty sure it was PS One. It may have been PS Two. I think so, it was, was PS One. We got to do an episode about all the weird one-off games that flew back then. Toy Soldiers. Between like PS One and PS Two, <laughs> Toy Soldiers was another one. I'm thinking of. Did you ever see the game Tulip? Sounds familiar. So it's so bizarre. You're like a little monkey boy. Yeah. And it, it takes place in like 1920s or 30s Japan. Okay. And you're dressed like a sort of mail carrier type kid. You're, you're like a courier. A courier. Yeah. And the the meta game is actually you learning how to kiss people but you practice kissing with virtually anyone in okay the game. and like it's supposed to be like cutesy but it's like extremely dark and creepy yeah because you're like in you're like we, we we do have to do a lineup where we can play a couple games uh yeah. for like maybe like 30 minutes of pop yeah, yeah and just like comment about how fucking we got it we are. gotta do that i think i still own a copy of tulip i just need a, a ps3 need, to play well, we PS2 need games. we need i've got a ps3 that plays ps2 games. oh yeah yeah I got the game. I got. I got a Generation One PS3. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I don't know why I got rid of mine. It was stupid. Yeah. Um, the the Gen ones were plagued with problems, but mine was fine. Yeah. I lucked out. Well, the uh, Tulip game I still have, so we, we have to try that one. Okay. If you've never seen it, it will blow your freaking mind that this was actually a thing. We all play. We love Katamari just because it's so. Beautiful. Yes. Oh, Katamari. That would just be for enjoyment. But that's a multiplayer one too. We love Katamari. That was like one of my favorite series from the PS2. Yeah. Katamari. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Catamaran on the rocks. I will. I will fall asleep to that song. I'll wake up to that song any day. I love that song. So the uh, the king of all cosmos, man. Oh, okay. What a we, manly man. I told you we were going to derail. Yeah, I know we did. All okay, right, we'll, go, we'll come back. Come back. We're getting back. Uh, so it's a game uh, very steeped in Japanese folklore. Okami. Back in Okami now, because that yeah, because Katamari is not necessarily steeped in Japanese lore. It's steeped in some Japanese, but it's not folklore. <laughs> So the story and the characters from Okami draw from Shintoism, which yeah. is really cool. So it's traditional Japanese religion. It's not Buddhism. It's something very different, right? Yeah. In fact, a lot of the pop culture references you see in anime and, and, and Japanese manga and things like that, a lot of them draw from Shintoism yes. versus Buddhism. Things like demons and possessions and, and demigods and all that, that's all very Shinto in yeah. nature, right? So think of like uh, Miyazaki films. Right, Spirited Away and uh, Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Lots, they, they draw heavily on, on Shintoism and old gods and things like that. So, yep. Yeah, very, very cool. You play as a wolf god named Amaterasu. And yep. it was, Amaterasu came up recently, and I don't recall why. Why did we talk about Okami? I don't remember. Probably Smash. Probably Smash, or fighting games. It was probably just fighting games. 
which yeah. which we know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We mentioned uh, that they appeared in uh, the crossover. Yeah, I was trying to remember. And then you have a Navi type character, quote Navi character, like from Legend of Zelda: Ocarina yeah. of Time. And his name is Isun or Isun Boshi from Japanese folklore. He's a little, very little, tiny man. Yeah. There's some sort of situation where he had to get peaches. There was a princess. Oh, princess Peach. Anyway, I don't know. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes lots of Japanese folklore in this, okay? So you spend a lot of time in the game sort of comically helping out uh, a guy named Susano uh, complete his story objectives. Yes. So you're just kind of following along and doing things in the background using what's called a celestial brush. Right? Yes. So the celestial brush is basically an overlay that comes on the screen whenever the player wants, and you're able to use what looks like a calligraphy brush to paint characters and things on the screen that create a magic attack, almost like a summon. Yes. Right? And it's there's a finite amount of these to use at any given time because you have little inkwells that kind of refill over time. Yep. Little magic inkwells. And it's cool because whenever Susano needs to complete an objective, like either cutting something or creating a path or defeating an enemy, he'll say something goofy like, oh, it's time for Susano implosion explosion technique or whatever and he'll go yeah. and swipe at it but then it, the game pauses and you kind of have to pull up the the menu yeah. and do the, do the slash with the paintbrush yeah. so he thinks he did it yes right so kind of suggesting the like oh this is how the gods helped out susanna with his quest you know it's kind of funny because uh i w- that's how actually i picture things like uh tabletop games like pathfinder it's like when somebody's a cleric and they follow a god they yeah. get their magic from that god and i always imagine that that's exactly how it happens yeah it's like cool. right when you go to cast a spell yeah uh to to the your perspective it's all fluid but to the gods it's like okay well i have to do this i see what he's doing all right let's let me make that happen now that was definitely his perspective too. yeah that was yeah, definitely yeah. Camille's perspective when they were making this game so the actual folk hero that he's based on is called susanna Wo. Yeah. And uh, he actually defeated a creature from Shinto history called Orochi, or Yamato no Orochi, which is yeah. like eight-headed uh, dragon, right? Yeah, and it's really, like the Japanese version of like Tiamat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, or like a Hydra from Greek folklore. Yeah, yeah all kind of the same thing. All kind of the same thing. So a major gameplay mechanic that is used throughout is the Celestial Brush. Uh, so this is the overlay that I was talking about before. It creates attacks on screen or otherwise helps you solve puzzles yep. when you're not inside of battles. Uh, it's a bit like a summon technique. So the ink gauge can run out mid-battle if you're using yeah. it a lot, and you'll have to refill. So if it runs out, your weapon also runs out. So if yes. you're using a sword or a glaive, that runs out too, and then you're left biting and scratching at your enemies, which is yeah. kind of funny to watch. So, yeah, I like that it's kind of like a summon technique. And then some examples of what it can do are things like Divine Wind or Kamikaze, yeah. uh, or it can do, uh, let's see, like a Slash Attack, Thunderbolt, Inferno. There's like water attacks. There's all kinds of things you can do, and it's mm-hmm. very, very cool, but also helps you solve different puzzle pieces throughout yeah, the game. Yeah. So you unlock new Celestial Brush techniques by completing Constellation Viewing, Quest Objectives, and Awakening other Divine Beasts. Yeah. So like you're a wolf, but there's also like a monkey god, and there's also a dragon god, and you sort of awaken them. Yep. So yep, very, yep. very cool. Very steeped in the folklore. So combat is done for the most part in real time, so a la Zelda. Mm-hmm. And your main weapons are glaives and swords that you can acquire throughout the game, either by purchasing or unlocking. Right. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. So you complete, I think, dungeons too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a usual fanfare for... Yeah, so far, if you just replace a few of the names in this, this could be a Zelda game yeah. of some sort, right? Yeah, yeah. So replace Celestial Brush with, like, Wand of the Wind or whatever from Wind Waker. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's true for like any game. Yeah, yeah. You, you add more blood and effects, it could be Devil May Cry. <laughs> oh, it could have been. Uh, should it have been? <laughs> so the enemies are variations on traditional Shinto demons and demigods, including uh, Tengu, 
which yep. weren't just Shinto, but they were like a, a, a well, class yeah, of warriors that lived out in the woods wore yeah. masks with long noses. Well, yeah, it was like the the bird masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's what like the, the yeah. There's yeah. more to it than that. Not they thought they were kind of like birdmen. <laughs> yeah, bird demons. Yeah, yeah, birdmen. So <laughs> remember Harvey Birdman? Yeah. Tangent here. Yeah. Great show. I wish they would bring that back. Uh, what was it? The movie that came out was it Birdman? Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. an actual Birdman. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Did you see that? Yep. It had uh <laughs> the guy who come up with birds. Yeah. Yeah. He... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mike, Michael. Oh, shit. Keaton? Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, birds and or flying rodents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Batman, Birdman, the vulture. Yeah. 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 And he was also kind of a vulture in, uh, what was the one where he played Ray Kroc? The founder? Oh, he was like a right. business vulture. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Praying on the week. Anyway, oh. enough about Michael Keaton. Let's continue with our <laughs> profiling Okami here. Let's see. So the story, the backstory is Orochi was originally defeated when the villagers were tired of offering him maiden sacrifices. And now he's back. And he wants sake. Sake is kind of a running theme in this. Yep. So one of the ways you have to fight him is by getting him drunk on magical sake. And in his drunkenness, you're able to attack him. Oh, yeah. What was the game rated when it came out originally? Uh, T for T. Really? I think so. The game about getting people drunk and killing them. There, there was a, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> there was alcohol references. I guess because Orochi was an animal. I think a lot of it, it's probably just that um, nobody really understood what the fuck was going on with the game. That is also true. Yeah. 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 Because most most people who were used to screen those things didn't really give a shit. Yeah, and they like did, got far enough in and they're like, no, I yeah. don't even care what's happening at this they point. They play the first, what, like 30 minutes or something like that? Yeah. And they pretty much judge the game. They're like, okay, trying to bring the magic tree back to life to clean the land. And, yeah, and kids game, demon, ship it. Whatever. <laughs> it's like Devil May Cry. It's like, okay, guns, clearly, blood, violence. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the first three minutes you're like blowing the heads off of enemy characters and stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the, the, that's all they really need, right? That's all they really need. That's all any game really needs. I don't think, I think the rating system's junk. At this point, there's no point. Like in reality, there's two ways of access of information. Yeah, it's true. What kids are playing Fortnite at what age now? Yeah, well, seven, eight. As soon as they can pick up a controller or really? a cell phone at yeah. this point, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I mean, they're open to violence already at that point. Yeah, uh, it's it's an antiquated system. Which is interesting go. that it's like uh, Fortnite is now kind of the the base level entry point for violence in games. I feel like yeah, probably. so because it's fairly watered down. There's not really no, yeah. yeah it's, I don't even think they call it kills, do they, in the game? I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, it's it's probably the most watered-down version of it at this point. So I would say, yeah. though, that Okami, honestly, it's a must-own for Switch owners. I'd highly recommend this game. So uh, I probably put a few hours into it, and I forgot just how much I love it. Oh, do they and put the brush on the touchscreen? I don't know. I'm sure it is an option, but I've just been using the joysticks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was curious, because that, that would be a really cool thing. Yeah. I, I personally doubt that they had done that. But yeah, it's pretty brilliant. It would be neat if they did. Yeah. So the, uh, I would say as far as the open world goes, it's every bit as big as a Zelda game from the era. So I think yeah. like Twilight Princess. So not like or... Wind Waker? No, not, not like Wind Waker. Well, Wind Waker, yeah, it's, no, it's not as big as Wind Waker. No. no. Wind Waker was <laughs> absurdly huge for its day. Yeah. So yeah, those islands were really far apart. That's yeah. a game I like to see him do another one of. Like not, not just another HD Well, Breath of the Wild. But... What's that? Well, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but like a seafaring one. Yeah, no, I, I liked, uh, actually, speaking of sea games, hmm. uh, what's it, Skull and Shackles? Skull and Bones? Skull, Skull and Bones, is it? 
Skull and, the new one coming up from uh, Ubisoft? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Skull and Bones? I think so. I thought it was Skull and Shackles or something. Mm. I don't know, man. <laughs> Ubisoft, pirate game. We can find this Google out. It. We can find this out. We could. Let's see. Ubisoft, Skull and Bones. Bones. Release. I'm going to look up the release date. Yeah, might as well. Let's find out. Let's do a Skull and Bones plug for no... Ex- no ex- I skipped over Ubisoft's website and went straight to Wikipedia, by the way. Yeah, I saw yeah, you do was, that. <laughs> I was like, mm, Wikipedia. It just says 2019. But it comes out on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. I would guess that this will have crossplay. It's supposed sort. to. It's supposed to, actually. Yeah, I, think, least... I think, actually, that was one of their selling points at E3. It's got crossplay. Yeah. This looks good. Was there something new on it? Uh, no, but I mean, it's... Essentially, Black Flag multiplayer... Oh, it's, got a, it's got a story to it. I love this. So players may collect additional ships throughout the game, such as Sloops of War, Frigates, and Brigantines. Those are great names. <laughs> I love those names. Those are great. Those are the old names of uh, the Caribbean ships. But think about types. if you're a pirate and you're saying those things. Brig. Brig's oh, the way to go. Oh, they short hit to Brig. They short to Brig. Okay, I got you. I got you. What about Sloops of War? Do they just call it Sloops? Just Sloops. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do they have those in the other one? What do you mean? The other pirate game? Oh, uh, Sea of Thieves? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Okay. You, you're either in a, on a sloop or a... I think it's a frigate. Yeah. I want to say it's a brig, but it's not. Do they call frigate a frig? A frig. <laughs> Get that frig out of here! Yeah! <laughs> Sounds dirty. So, <laughs> I'll trade you trade you my sloops for your brig. <laughs> it would make no sense. Nobody would make that trade. Unless it's like really? a bunch of, unless it's a bunch of sloops. Better? Sloops are like like five man craft. Oh, that'd be like my ship. They're like smallest ship. Yeah, yeah. They're like one, maybe two sail. Yeah. Sloops are Wait, slo- so sloops, sloop-, sloop is like you use that in shallow shallows. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. That would be like the boat that Johnny Depp rides in at the very beginning of the first. No, that's like a life raft. Yeah. <laughs> no, a sloop is a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like a. It's like a. It's a very small ship. Yeah. Like, what you'd imagine like a single mass ship would look like? Yeah, I think I think I'm a sloop guy. I yeah, go for sloop. So like this here in this sloop. image, this is a, this is a brig. Oh, okay, the big one in the picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they're gonna get a new battle there. Thing so, is, uh, the one thing I am worried about though is the gameplay I've seen. Whenever they fire off their cannons and stuff like that, it looks too arcadey, hmm. and that's a problem it's like because how fa- like the rate it of doesn't. Fire yeah, it doesn't feel like it's got punch. I got you. Like, that's the thing with gunpowder cannons. There's that initial kind of, like, boom, yeah. thunderous boom of you firing them off. And then the the crack of it yeah. hitting the other side. From the gameplay I've seen, the audio does not live up to where it needs to be. And the cannons move in this slow, slow enough so you can see them, the cannonballs. Yeah. But they move in an arc that feels really gamey, hmm. which is like I I realize that's a really weird nitpicky thing to to bitch about. But well, no, but I mean, but that's already imp- a pirate game on the market. Yeah, it, it's important to get that feel yeah, of yeah. of a pirate's like of a ship's cannons mm-hmm. because well, it's that's just, it's, it's a focal like point of combat. The new Spider-Man game coming up. What's the thing they probably spent the most time on? The swinging. Yeah, the swinging yeah, yeah. has to feel perfect. Like no matter what yeah. else you do in the game, the combat, the story, whatever. The big, yeah, the big one with these games is the sailing. Yeah, has to be good. Yeah, but the cannons, like, it's such a like, iconic thing about right. pirates is that it's firing the cannons of the enemy ship and boarding them. Yeah, 
Well, that one video we watched, they were firing like bullets at the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other ship was. I'm all about that. I'm is, all are, about... The, are those in Sea of Thieves too? Um, is there like different like uh, rape shot and bullets? Not and... yet, to my knowledge, it's coming. Yeah. Unless it came out recently, like I said, I've been I've been out of the out of a a lot of gaming for like this past month. Yeah, has been like crazy. Would it be cool if this dropped with like all those ammo types? I think it does. Like already in it. I think it does. That's extremely cool. I think grape shot, standard, Mm. he, bolus, and they got to do one that's just like and try bolus probably. Yeah, but they should do one that's like you're at the you know like end of the battle and you can just start ripping off pieces of wood and cramming it in there and just blasting out whatever you. Oh, just shrapnel. Yeah, yeah, shrapnel blast. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing too, eh? Yeah, yeah, that'd be so cool. I mean, not for them in history. No, that would have sucked. No, yeah, getting ripped apart. By uh, a bunch probably of they probably have things like fire shot and stuff yeah. like that too. But the one thing I am interested to see, mm. aside from the fixing the things that I bitch about, boarding, yeah, has to be done well. How is it in uh, Sea of Thieves? Oh, Sea of Thieves is a really campy game. Yeah, uh, boarding is kind of a laughing matter more than anything. Okay, the guy with uh, the crew wins, or the guy with the better skilled crew wins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a good game, though. Yeah. Like, man. Oh, boy. Sea of Thieves has got a really big thing coming to it. I don't think it's hit yet. It's going to hit soon. Yeah. And it's going to it's gonna turn that game around. Mm. Um, I don't know if the popularity is going to shoot back up to what people were expecting it to be, but that is a game that a lot of people did not give a good enough chance to, and they did not... They didn't enjoy it because they didn't let themselves enjoy it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing, too, with games. Games that do not meet expectations are not necessarily bad. You know what they should do? What? They should just roll it back a little bit and just call it Sea of Sloops. Yeah. They just have nothing but sloops. Keep everyone on a level playing field. Everyone's on a level playing field right now. <laughs> okay, here's the thing, though. people. I've gone up against teams of fully manned larger ships. Yeah. And I have taken them down by myself in a sloop. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's possible. You can yeah. do it if you don't suck. Yeah, well, it plus, I mean, I guess you are. And if they suck it, more, too. It's smaller and it can move faster. Yeah, more maneuverability. Yeah, yeah. That's the big one. Yeah, so more maneuverability. And if you're not, like, I don't think the sloop is, f- it might be a fraction faster. Yeah. I don't think it is, though. I think the bigger ship is actually faster. Oh, okay. Wow. I could be wrong. That's cool. I could be wrong. That's really cool. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. Where were we? All right. We always do this. There's actually a cool, there's actually a cool pirate game at Disney World. Oh, you're talking about the VR one? Yeah, well, yeah, su- was, su- pseudo VR one? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, you put on the glasses in, uh, and then you... Oh, um, but it was inside of uh, Disney Quest. Disney Quest, yeah. And that's no longer... Which apparently... No, no, it got, re, uh, it got rebuilt up. They really? redid it, yeah. Because when we were there, we were last, there last, I was there. Ago. I was there. I was there last year. I thought I was there. Well, we were there two years yeah, ago. Yeah, no, because I was there last year because it was the last time they were showing Lanuba, which was sad. Really? Yeah. See, I thought they were getting rid of Disney Quest. Maybe they did. I thought they just upgraded. Like they were doing it. Well, if anybody really knows happened. the answer to this burning question, because we're going to forget immediately after this is over. No, because I'm going to I went to Disney in January. Oh uh, yeah, you're doing the run. Yeah, I'm doing the marathon. Yeah, sweet, sweet. So I'll find out. Well, you can find out there. Just run while you're running. Just do a quick detour. Yeah, right. Disney Quest. Disney Quest is a completely <laughs> different area. Downtown and Disney. Let me know. Um, I will. I will be going to downtown Disney though at some point. I always go there. Yeah, I'd love to go to Disney again, man. I had a really good time last time we went. Yeah. It was cool. It was very cool. But January next year, we'll have a tiny baby. So I don't know if we're going to be going to Disney in the immediate future. But uh, Oh, well, four or five years in. Yeah, yeah. We have these passes that get you like multiple park visits yeah. over years. And like we got them right oh. before they got discontinued. So we oh, have nice. many, many more visits to do, which is cool. Good. But they were expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, of course. They were quite expensive. Um, 
So yeah, that's that's basically it for Okami. I was just sort of ranting and raving and saying people should buy it. it. Look, if you haven't played Okami at this point and you own a Nintendo Switch, it is a must-have game, and it's twenty-five freaking dollars in Canada. So get it on sale if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> get on sale. Hey, maybe find it for twenty bucks or fifteen. Yeah. You know, you know what Minecraft is now? It's it's always been free. No, not when I got it. Minecraft? Yeah, when I got it, it was when the Switch first came out, like on day one. Oh, on the Switch, free. it cost like thirty dollars. Actually, you know what? Another thing about it, I guess Minecraft did have a cost to it. Yeah, didn't it? yeah, it did. I paid for it for sure, and then now yeah. it's a hundred percent free. Is it? Oh, and so now it's free. I've played it a lot since it came out on Switch, but I still kind of feel shafted because it's like free is a pretty low price point. It actually <laughs> doesn't really get much lower than that. Yeah, and that's what new players are getting it for. But I paid thirty bucks, so I don't know. I'm oh, Mi- Minecraft it. still feels better on the PC to me. Just because, totally. like, your your control fidelity totally. is so much more. No, for me, it's just handheld mode. It's nice. And I get it. Mode. I get it. Yeah, it's all it is. So, last big topic we have to cover today, and it is a big one. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, buddy, uh, Disney streaming service. What a segue into Disney streaming service. Actually, we talked about Disney. So we this did. Works well, I think we actually mentioned the service yeah. recently too. So Disney streaming service, I just, what it, what it is, I went and compiled some details uh, regarding yeah. the service. So have you heard anything about it in particular? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing. Have they released anything on, like, the cost? They have not, but I would guess it'll be in the neighborhood of 10 to $12 a month. Not too dissimilar from Netflix. <sighs> I think they got to go a little bit lower. Really? Netflix, Netflix has just got so much more content than Disney does. Mm-hmm. And, and I get it. Disney's doing their thing. That's fine. I think that's that's good. They've got a lot of content in the in their historical archives yeah. to put up there. Here's the thing, though. It's we're at that point now where it's not just having some good things in your service that'll land you consistent customers, mm-hmm. but the breadth of things that you can draw upon. Because like Netflix, it's like it doesn't just do horror shows; it does all shows the breadth is the thing that i'm a bit concerned about and i'll kind of allude to it here because right off the bat you know what we can expect in terms of content uh the first big announced one the original content was john favreau's new star wars series that's coming out yeah so and that's going to be set between return of the jedi uh and episode seven however there has also just been this week another new series announced rebellion yep which also takes place between yeah, like Return of the Jedi and uh, Force Awakens, and that one focuses on uh, what's it, uh, Poe Dameron. And yeah, the BB-8. actual Resistance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, yeah it's a or is it called Resistance? I think it's called Resistance. Yeah, it's called Resistance. So, but yeah, Poe Dameron is featured in it actually, yeah. which is kind of cool. I don't know who's going to follow specifically, like who the V main. I think it's their squad. I think yeah. it's his squad. Like okay. him. I think he's like the primary, and then like the the other members of his squad are yeah. going to be like the main main right. cast. Can be dramatic. I don't know. It could be good. Well, I'm concerned. Well, I'm uh, sure it will be good. But I'm concerned that they're doing a lot of fresh original content in that time period. Thing is that they got a lot of content they got to build up because they didn't. They did, in all honesty, they didn't handle the new stuff properly. They they should have done more they background. Did jump, they did jump in cold. So they jumped in cold, but yeah. they jumped in cold and they jumped in way too quick and they promised too much too fast. Well, I like that in Force Awakens. Well, I don't like it. It's kind of funny, but in Force Awakens they established that oh, Hosni and Prime is now the seat of power in the new republic and it's completely destroyed that's the thing they didn't explain that properly because the seat of power in the republic shifted right right constantly moved yeah and then it was disappointing 
just because like, oh, well, here's here's a whole other system I've never heard of. It'd be cool to learn a little bit about it and get a flavor of what it's all about. And then it's just gone. And then the other, the other, man, there was so much that they could have done. I mean, I like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> I mean, ultimately what it came down to is like, they didn't explain the fall of the empire. Right. Like, cause that, okay. Yeah. They blew up the second death star, but like the empire was still massive. No, you see crash star destroyers in Jakku. You do. And they, so they allude to the battle of Jakku, but right. nobody, nobody covered it. Yeah. Except for the games. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, games were a great medium to show right. story, for sure. You so much more you can tell. And it's a but sim- like for it anybody- been as simple as saying, like, okay, well, the Battle of Jakku was the last battle that had a com- like a fully combined Empire Navy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That was the last major battle of the combined Navy, right before yes. it was disbanded. Well... Well, disbanded or just splintered. Splintered, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, ultimately, uh, what a lot of people don't know is the Imperial Remnant is actually still a thing in Star Wars lore. Yeah. Uh, and they actually still own Coruscant. Oh. They own the Galactic Core. Interesting. The Empire is still uh, still prevalent in the Galactic Which Core. Which makes sense why the Seat of Power is was not, not Coruscant. Coruscant. Yeah. Huh. Because Coruscant was always the Seat of Power. Coruscant is the single most interesting Star Wars world that I want to know so much more about. And there's yeah, very little on it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there used to be a ton. I mean, on Legends, it. yeah, there was stuff, but yeah, yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad. They also kind of weirded up Corellia, but I mean, they could also explain that that's just a section of Corellia and go from there. Sure, that was like the industrial area. Yeah, because yeah, I really, I was really interested in Corellia. Because Corellia is supposed to be a pretty varied planet. It's supposed to be very similar to yeah. to, to Earth. Well, it was featured in a, a GameCube Rogue Squadron game. Yeah. And it was like a fairly mountainous green with yeah, periodic areas, cities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was actually a really nice environment. It was cool. Yeah. It was very cool. Uh, that's what I expected. But yeah, what we got was definitely, it felt well, like an Imperial ship. It felt like, a, it felt like a, uh, like a dystopian city, very similar to Blade Runner. Yeah. 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 Definitely drew on Blade Runner, right? Yeah. Big time. Uh, so what else we can expect in terms of content? A new Marvel series, most likely. Nothing's been officially announced. All the other Marvel shows. That's the crazy thing, though. Netflix is paired with them for those things. So. Well, the thing is, though, here's here's what's weird. Disney will not have R-rated content on this streaming service, is what they've said. So how could they get the Netflix Marvel shows? Yeah, because some of them have uh, R-rated episodes. Dude, they're all, like, R-rated. <laughs> Especially, like, Jessica Jones. Yeah, I, I named a couple of examples. So, like, Kingpin, for instance, in Daredevil Season 1, Kingpin killing a man... By smashing his head in a car door repeatedly until it's pulverized into a bloody mess on the ground. Yeah. Pretty violent. I would say R-rated material. All, all of the rape scenes out of Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah, this this is true as well. Yeah, because, yeah, Kilgrave basically brainwashed her yeah. and raped her. Yeah. And then, uh, on top of that, Punisher hanging his live victims on meat hooks. Yeah. 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 Pretty violent. Pretty violent, yeah, I yeah, would yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, or like the Punisher or Daredevil, like, like completely and utterly destroying like biker gangs and things like that this is a yeah. real r-rated content going on in here a lot of drug references and stuff like that yeah. to underworld which makes sense because the, oh, the, the new york well, they're, they're darker place. too right yeah. the, the shows but i don't think they could show that stuff on there yeah if they're trying to avoid putting content on there that a kid could ultimately stumble on yeah an impressionable kid could stumble on and and then be disturbed by right if they're trying to avoid that then they totally can't put them on there they're gonna have to leave some of that property with i uh, think this, Netflix. Yeah, I think this will be a service that people will constantly subscribe and I'm subscribed to. 
Yeah. They'll subscribe when they want to see some things or want to watch some movies. Interesting you say that because one of the reasons might be because they'll draw on the Disney Vault collection. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll yeah. draw on the Disney Vault collection and then the Pixar library as well, which will be cycling in and out. But there are currently 34 films, 34 animated films in, in the, the Disney Vault. vault. Oh, we're going to get... Shit, this is Disney, right? Song of the South? Maybe. I don't know. Probably that, not. That was the one I think they buried because it was perceived as very, very racist by today's standards. But Still good Not movie. at the time it was made. So we, we talked about that one briefly before. Yeah. We'll see what happens. You never know, man. You never know. Maybe they edit it and try to make some more money on it. Yeah. So all about that they are. So it's going to have some Disney original films like Adam Devine's Magic Camp. So this is a film that's already <laughs> been completed for some time, apparently. Yeah, but they've held on it. Right, but they just held on to it because they figured they could just roll it out with the service. There's a couple others that were mentioned as well on there. But yeah, the Pixar library is an interesting thing. That's an ever-growing library. Lots yeah. of films in there. Pixar's got some good stuff. Uh, Disney Channel library. They can do Disney Channel all on demand. Oh, yeah, man. Right. Family-friendly friendly entertainment. Degrassi High, second class. <laughs> Blow my brains out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not made for me. So, I, like, uh, what what right do I have to complain? It's not it's not designed for me. It's designed for kids. I mean, I was just thinking, like, you know, as a parent, you know, because Netflix, yeah, yeah. Netflix is a place where it could be pretty easy for a kid to stumble onto something they shouldn't see. That's fair. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so, yes. As this is the kid version of Netflix, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, I can see the draw. I, like, you know, like I said, this does not seem like it's a service really built for me. Right. Other than the fact that it's got Star Wars stuff mm-hmm. in it. And some Marvel stuff in it. Um, but, I mean, aside from that... And that's how they get you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you have to sign up for the one month a year when they have, like, the new Star Wars season or whatever the case may be. Yeah, that's what The rumor be. is, is Favreau series is actually going to follow Mandalorians. Interesting. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, that's the rumor. You cheeky fucks. Yeah. Here's the thing. The only reason why they would do that... <laughs> I can tell you, the only reason they do that is because Mandalorians have such a devoted following in Star Wars. Yeah. It's a sub it's a subsection of the Star Wars fan yeah. base. It's Mandalorians, and this this I mean, like I know a lot of people who can speak Mandoa. Really? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I don't know a single word. I know a lot of the words, do so actually, I can actually understand most of their what conversations. Are some, what are some words? I'm not going to do it. Like, no, on, I'm going to butcher it. You can find the dictionary online. Just type in Mandoa dictionary. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. So what is the what is their insignia? What is it actually? It's like a squid face. The Mandalorian skull. Yeah, what is that? It's a skull. Of what? Oh man, I. Oh my god, I'm trying to remember. I actually don't know. If was I it know the that. first thing on their planet that put on gauntlets no. and shot fire out of them? <laughs> nice, but no. And so they're like, no, we're gonna be a warrior class. This is gonna drive me insane this. now. I mean, what's cool about the Mandalorians is that. They're interesting, and, and I think they resonate because they're kind of like a samurai warrior class, right? And and I think that really resonates with fans of this genre, science well, fiction in general. They're kind of like mercenaries. <laughs> well, that's what they're used for, basically. Yeah, a little bit like Ronin, like Ronin geeks, except they're not geeks; they're mercenaries. Ronin mercenaries. Is it the Mythosaur? It might be the Mythosaur. Such a stupid name sometimes. What is it? The Mythosaur? Yeah. One second. Let me. I'm looking this up. No, yeah. So the most most commonly used symbol associated with the Mandalorians, known as the Kyrbes. Kyrbes. K Y R apostrophe B E S. Okay. I'm probably destroying that. States that the skull is that of a bantha. Hmm. Don't know about that, because there are tentacles hanging from the face. No, 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 no. Those are tusks. Well, no, the things hang straight down. Teeth. 
The Bantha is a strong and noble creature from Tatooine. Okay, look at this. Though, here we go. So maybe I was right when I'm, I'm doing my, what's probably not going to be edited out, uh, yeah. hemming and hawing. Uh, the Mythosaurs were city-sized reptiles that dominated the surface of early Mandalore before the arrival of the Tong species. T-A-U-N-G. That's interesting. Um, huh. Wow, yeah, man. There's so much Mandalorian lore. Oh, man. We'd I'm have just, to do an episode just on that. Like, seriously, just, study, oh, dig in. To, to Mandalorians? Yeah. I'd be down. That'd be cool. Actually, if this does turn out to be about Mandalorians, that's what We should. Yeah. yeah. Holy, holy smokes, that's going to be cool. Well, to, the hard part will be uh, deciphering what's Legends lore and what's canon lore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Because Mandalorians are not just a species, that's also a way of life. There's a lot of yeah. alien Mandalorians as well. Well, we'll just give... We'll just give um, in legends like the background in total and then whatever they choose to draw from that yeah 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 cool well that's it for episode 15 of rona geek official podcast unless you have something else no i I got nothing yeah i got nothing i got nothing we are plumb out of notes so thanks to our growing list of listeners and subscribers uh, you can contact us at ronangeek.com at gmail.com on twitter at ronangeekery on facebook at ronangeeknews and you can find the podcast on itunes stitcher soundcloud google play castbox buzzsprout and most other places so visit our website for regular updates and weekly podcast editorials at ronangeek.com and feel free to write in with topics you'd like to hear about and with general feedback yeah. Or to rip us apart, whatever you like. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so we are open to literally any feedback at this point. At this point. Yeah. Any feedback is good feedback. Yeah. Special shout out to the Netherlands. Yeah. We're yeah. We're getting a lot of listens out of the Netherlands all of a sudden, and we're very thrilled. So Which is, thank you, the Dutch. Yeah. Thank you, anybody, though. I mean, but like, yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, they, they took over, uh, they're even over and above Canadian listens this week, which is... Uh, Canadian, come on, Canada. Come on, Canada. You can do this. <laughs> I think Canada is a bigger country. I've heard it's a bigger country. Yeah, less people probably. (laughs) All right, guys. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, thank you. Goodbye.